Aaron with sports without balls. I'm very excited. Still no balls, but lots of sports. Um, all kinds of stuff going on before we start uh, the episode. All things comedy. You know I plug it every week because I, I heart it. Lots of podcasts. Another shout out to Eddie Pepitone's Pep Talk. I mean, it's hilarious. It's uh, Every episode is pretty much the end of the world. And he uh, interviews a comic and they talk about the apocalypse, which is fascinating. And it will happen probably in 30 to 60 days. Another thing, uh, follow All Things Comedy on Twitter and YouTube. Hashtag ATC free shit. And you can get some free shit. It's that easy, people. All right. Episode 43, back by popular demand, I got letters. I got handwritten letters. I I got balloonograms. I got emails. My mother was like, who is that lady? Bring her back. Everybody, Trish Sir is back in the house. Oh, thank you. So happy to be here. Uh, her Dish Nation show will be on Fox, Fox Syndication, right? Yes. So uh, check your local listings. Check your local listings. Uh, live May 12th. So check that out. Um we, we have so much to get to. Oh, my gosh. Was this just not an awesome week it, in sports? It was another awesome week in, in sports. And uh, we're going to start off with the NBA playoffs because we're knee-deep. We're knee-deep <laughs> in the action. And we've only just started the second round. We were just saying before uh, we hit record, uh, and don't worry, we'll repeat everything. We were on <laughs> fire. We were on fire about 45 seconds ago. Um, that I'm exhausted. Round one, so I'm exhausted. Tired. I'm so, I'm already burnt out. I'm so tired. It, it is. Didn't it feel like we all, like every team, you had to almost root for everybody this first round because they yeah. all worked their ass off. They, I, 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 don't, I didn't want to say goodbye to the Dallas Mavericks. Because I, I love Dirk. Love Dirk. Um, I didn't want to say goodbye to a couple of the players on the Houston Rockets. Just a skosh. Yeah. Um, I love James Harden. Love. Uh, and I and Jeremy I, Lin. And Jeremy Lin. I need more Lin sanity in my life. I needed him to be a Nick and not get traded. That's just... Oh wait, you have a feel good player that's actually scoring really well. Get rid of him. Get him. Raymond out of here. Felton. And then uh, oh, that's right. Raymond Felton has a unlicensed uh, firearm that's also called a cop killer. And he pointed it at his girlfriend. So, yeah, get him. Definitely get him and get rid of Jeremy Lin. And get the Knicks right back where they need to be. Yeah, 0-95. So Magic. that's awesome. Crickets at the garden. Ugh, it was so annoying. Crickets. But anyway, so, but here's some, t- I, was, I was very pleased uh, with a lot of the Game 7s. Just what, was your, just, what was your highlighted game of the Game 7s? Because I, I would love to know. Well, the be- I mean, it was technically Game 6, but the Portland, uh, we should talk about that. The, the Portland-Houston game on Friday night was magic. Ma- you're, that was a Game 6. You're absolutely right. Was that a Game 6? It was a it was Game, game six, 6 because I was like, if they lose this, they're going to go back to Houston and bad things are going to happen. Because I was cheering for Portland just because... You know, it's new team. It's fun energy, and also yes. I, I, can't, I'm sorry. I just, I, I can't, can't cheer Dwight, Dwight Howard. Howard. Is it an LA thing? You think that we have such a dislike for Howard? It was no. It was this is way longer, way before he became well, yes, a Laker. Because it, at, in Orlando, he was such. I mean, he was a douche. captain douche. He was, and then to just do such a small market team dirty that. Uh. Did nothing but, you know, raise him up. And by yeah. the way, I don't know if you know this about him. I love talking about the chicanery in the NBA. You know, he, <laughs> he he's preaches the abstinence. And, you know, he was all about stay with your big Christian. You know, all this. meanwhile, he's got like five chicks on the side and has like five babies from five different baby mamas. Yeah. And he, and he doesn't even play hard. And playing hard every game is a definition of a Christian. I, Boom. I just made that up. But I think it was in the Bible. I, New King James Version. I'm pretty sure it's weird because I said every uh, Bible on fire that I can see. But <laughs> I do believe on page 46, uh, 46. a letter to the uh, Epist- Episcopalians <laughs> said, play real hard. Play real hard. Did you just say Episcopalians? <laughs> <laughs> a letter from... Motor City. Motor City. <laughs> God. Listen, you got the rock, you play real hard. I think Jesus said that. I'm <laughs> pretty sure. Fairly sure. We've uh-huh. lost at least two listeners. We're in so sorry. We're going to bring it right back. We're going to bring it right back. Bring um, it right back. But yeah, that game. So here's the thing, and I've, I've probably said this uh, my multiple times, but why I do not like Dwight Howard is because he shows up when he wants to. He plays when he wants to. Uh, he plays, um, he'll just be like, I don't feel like playing. So I'll put like a shoulder sleeve on tonight and claim he's got a shoulder injury. But really besides all that, and that's enough to dislike a player. It was every season, every summer, 
for four years of like, who wants me? Who wa- Oh, no, no, I don't like those teams. I'll go back to Orlando. Oh, no, I don't know. Like, it was just like his ego is so unchecked. Yes. Yes, agreed. I think it all started at the tail end of Shaq leaving, mm-hmm. uh, you know, retiring and putting all this like he's the big man to take over my big man status yeah, in it, the NBA. did he call himself Superman as oh, well? Oh, yeah. yeah. He bought into his own headlines. Yeah. And then unfortunately with Shaq, he's a man wall. So if you run into Shaq, he's mm-hmm. like, oops, you bounced off me. <laughs> Dwight Howard's like, mm, I need to oh, sit down. Oh. I mean, I call him Chardonnay. I do because he whines <laughs> like I have never seen it. I'm like, oh, good. Chardonnay's in. <laughs> When we got him, I was like, perfect Chardonnay to the Lakers. That's amazing. And let's go. I'm writing, literally writing that Chardonnay down. Howard. It's like Chardonnay to the Lakers. Amazing. Um, you know, I have to say, Dwight Howard uh, made me appreciate. It's not like I don't appreciate Kobe Bryant. He's he's not my he's not my thing. It's not my thing. I've You know, I was raised to hate the Lakers, right? But when I watched a whole bunch of Laker games, we, we realized about Kobe is like, he just, the dude is he's a, a workhorse. He's, he's a, a workhorse. He, he plays like with his leg hanging off. He does. And Howard's like, oh God, I woke up with a sore throat. <laughs> And my ankle's swollen from my game of croquet over the... I'm like, F you. Yeah, no, it's... You really... I mean, look, absolutely right. I've never been a big Laker fan. I, when I first moved here, I was like, oh, I'm going to embrace the Clippers. Yeah. And I was like, I'm liking them. And the reason I think I told you this, the reason I love the Clippers is because they had all the girls that didn't make the Laker girls, <laughs> the Clipper spirit. And I was like, you know what? Let's cheer for those girls because they're all second string and, you know, playing... It's the Clippers. Yeah. I mean, but in the The interim, tables have turned, which my, is my, so my. Excited. Yes, that's a whole next. We'll get we'll get to that next. But when you have that moment with Kobe, he yeah. he just you know had yeah. a lot of douchiness to him. Yeah. But you cannot take away that his work ethic in the game it's is amazing. Like nothing you've ever seen. He's amazing, and, and he does yeah. not bitch. I mean, good night. <laughs> he'd been out there with uh, like duct tape and some popsicle sticks to that Achilles if they'd have let him. Yeah. And then the last couple of years, he's throwing a ball to him and he's like, "I'm sorry, what's your name? Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize you were in the NBA." <laughs> I just, is this a JV squad? Is this the D League? Like, you know, I mean, he's, he's basically passing it to himself, catching it. And <laughs> it. I mean, it's him and Powell. Yeah. That was it. No, that's and it. they were confused. Yeah. And I was like, at least get Derek Fish back. Like, because yeah. Fish is going to be 73 on a walk around. Yeah. And I'm like, good for you, Fish. Because he's in the playoffs right yeah. damn now. Yeah, right now. And I'm like, what are you? I mean, what? How, he's got to be 40 almost. Yeah. We used to have this running joke uh, when. Wait, what's his name? Mullins, uh, Chris Mullins. Oh yeah, that he. I think it was like maybe his later years with uh, was it with Golden State? Yeah, he was with Golden State was, for a while, right? Yes, he was. And I think he bounced. I think maybe in the nineties, the Knicks were playing Golden State. Maybe like no, how? Maybe I don't know what it was. I was watching Golden State, and we were just like laughing so hard. We're like. How is that dude? I think he's 80. Like, we were like, well, Chris Mullen warming up with an Afghan. Like, we're just like, we're always just like. And that sort of reminds me of like, now you look at Steve Nash. And oh, like, oh, I just got this on my phone right now. Can I announce it? Yes. The Warriors fired Mark Jackson <gasps> just now. Can you oh, believe that's that? the worst news. That was that. And by the and way, you knew that was going to happen. And I wanted him to go to the Lakers. I said this all along. They're not because he's not flashy enough and he's, you know, he's a preacher and that might scare Laker right. fans. But. What a class act coach. That was a bad move. I love move. him. That was a bad It is move, a bad move because, State. because Curry loves him and oh. Curry's that team. And Curry will go where he goes. You watch and see. I would love to have, I'd like to have Curry. Curry at the team. Lakers? You, no. They're going to snatch no. up Curry? No. kill me. Curry at the Lakers, Mark Jackson. They're going to have to do something to rebuild because guess what? Kobe's got road miles on him. He's going to yeah. come back. He's going to live another year maybe just because yeah. they put $40 million into his ass. Oh and they're going to literally push it to the wheels, fall off, and let him die. They'll <laughs> shoot him like a quarter horse on the field. Be, <laughs> we, my, we all know it's going to be like a derby horse that didn't do well. And Kobe be coming down midcourt and they'll oh, be like, yeah. cup check will come out. Be oh. like, hey. Keep going. Come on. <laughs> We've got a little something for you. No, he's going to be wheeled up and propped, and uh, yeah, I would gonna... love for them to get Mark Mark Jackson for the Lakers. I don't want Mark Jackson for the Lakers because we like then they'll him. start winning. Well, here's what I say: they've got to do something if they want. L- they're too arrogant, LA Laker fans, yeah. and the owners. Oh, I don't. I don't like. I just. I want them to hire someone uh, that has no experience that will continue to. Plummet Calipari, my, I, my Kentucky yeah, coach. Clippers, Clippers. I want uh, Oprah to buy the team. Everyone will have prizes under their uh, seats. You get a car. You get, get a, a car. car. 
and uh, and then the Lakers will become the redhead redheaded stepchild. I think it'll be that way for a while. I think that no matter what, I think that the Lakers, even if you do get best case scenario, Mark Jackson, he brings Curry, everybody's singing Kumbaya, Kobe comes back bionic. It'll still take three years ish for them to get back because this Donald Sterling thing. Yeah. Made him America's team. Oh God. All right. Let's talk about this and then we'll flip we'll flip back to the Portland game because we're on it. The Clippers. We are. The uh I watched the game last night. So, so now all right, so Clippers uh game seven against Golden State. And you know, I've of course I was full on cheering for the Clippers. I just I love Stephen Curry so much. Such a great player. And I like a lot of I like the Golden State team. I like Mark I was like so bummed that we got them in the first round because I was like, oh, because any other team, I wouldn't be rooting for Golden State. I know. Oh, well, you want it to be like the Grizzlies and the Clippers. Yeah. And you're so, like, okay, fine. Yeah, there's like no choice. N- yeah. The stakes uh, were too much too early. Yeah. So I was bummed about that. Uh, but Clippers, you know, pulled it off in Game 7. It's weird because the Clippers can look so good and then look... Well, and I think last night was... first. It was, it was on The first half, I was like, 70 points. You're watching it. When I came home to watch the highlights, because I had work meeting and I couldn't, couldn't watch it. But when I watched the highlights, you were sitting there watching. I mean, Chris Paul was so damn dialed in. It, he, it was... I don't think I've ever... Honestly, honestly, I didn't see him play a lot in New Orleans, you know what I mean? And I've seen him play with the Clippers, but... Um, it's not like I watch Clippers games all like really, every night, like, you know what I mean? Rah. Just because I don't watch a ton of NBA, but I have never, I've never seen him play like that. Well, and he, he could, he could have played no, like that in the past. He said last threes. night in his post game yeah. press conference where he was, he, him and Blake sitting there. He was yeah. just for the record. I have never played like that. In oh, my okay. Life. Because I, I literally was like, it, it was, was his eyes. It was something in his eyes where it was like this frenzy he was like in a trance yeah it really was unbelievable because he's he's so cute and like almost he's got this like kind of warm lovable yeah it was it, it was it was like assassin like last night and he said he said uh, and they're playing again tonight if i'm not mistaken is that right or is it the next no, tomorrow tomorrow night. yeah he said he goes just so everyone's clear that will not happen tomorrow oh <laughs> yeah he goes I mean, just to be really threes. clear Eight, three. Yeah, well, he yeah, he was eight, eight for well, eight for nine, right? He yeah, went, it was it was unbelievable. He just he looked. It, he was Stephen Stephen Curry. Stephen yeah. Curry esque. Because I'll tell you, yeah. as I'm bouncing back and forth, that Stephen Curry shot. He took it ha- at the half, at the three from half court, and it uh, made made it, it was, but it didn't count. Yeah, it was crazy. I, I mean, he's like he's magic. That no, boy, he he's amazing. I love watching him. And I, he's so I young. Him. I love him. He's got ankle issues as long as his ankle stays healthy. Yeah, but this was his healthiest season I think he's had in a while. I mean, I remember watching him play at Davidson, and uh, I've said this before, but with my parents, like March Madness, and we're like, who is this kid? And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. I think I watched the tail end of his father play. That's great. I'm 80. And, I- uh, <laughs> but, like, literally, like, he's he's butter. I've said it before, but he is, like, he his is. inanimate object is butter. He's so smooth and just – you always – every. I mean – I've watched him now play for probably like a better part of seven, eight years, maybe even more. And he still, I still go, how does that, the guy get, get even a, get the shot off? I know. Let he, alone get it in. He does. And, and from anywhere at any, it's kind of, anyway. that is that Kobe way. Cause Kobe yeah. can fall down and be sideways and you're like, yeah. how did that just happen? Yeah. Stephen Curry has that same magic, and but with the so beautiful three. it's so smooth. Like it's the most natural, smoothest thing on the planet. It doesn't matter if it's a three pointer or a layup. It's, uh-uh. you're just like. I'm in awe of that kid. Butter. That guy. I love that. It is butter. It's butter. It's butter. <laughs> it's butter. Seriously butter. <laughs> um, okay. So, all right. So Clippers just took it. All right. Another thing <laughs> during that game, I kept screaming. Of course, I was watching it by myself, but I kept screaming out, does the Thunder know this game counts? I, what, the whole what? time I was like, are, it's a this first a- game. <laughs> you're at home. And I literally was like, I could have jumped in and been like, just put pass me, in, me the ball. I know it was weird. I don't know that they. I mean, were they exhausted? Who's to say? But they both had the same. They both of rest. had game seven. They but, both had like tumultuous seven series, and you're at home. And if anything, the Clippers through all the Donald Sterling shenanigans had the hair worse. Yes. So they I, had like emotional trauma. OKC yeah. just was like, oh, we kind of sucked it up against the Grizzlies, <laughs> who are Which, no joke. But no, but that you're having to really work hard against the Grizzlies, much like Brooklyn having to work hard against the Raptors. Let's just have that little put a pin in that in a minute. Good night. You shouldn't be applauding yeah. yourselves that you finally made a, a block, Pierce. I know I, they didn't br- bring him I, in for I defense, even, but okay. We're just all over. Well, no, no, we'll, we'll hit that. 
Because it's that Toronto. The East is just a hot tranny mess anyway. It's a- <laughs> I mean, you've just got to say it because you're going, listen, at least on the West, there, you've got some viable, awesome teams. Like oh you said, God. seeing a Golden State in the first round against the Clippers, you're like, yeah. Are they all viable for the playoffs? Hell yeah. no. We all know that really, truth be told, maybe the Clippers, m- mostly San Antonio. But then you were watching the Portland-Houston game, and you think at one point when like Houston was playing so well, you're like, Houston's got all the pieces to literally win a championship. Yes, they just don't have the mental. They just they don't have the mental. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. And I love Kevin McHale, but I don't know about McHale. I don't know. Yeah. It. And but I always say Dwight Howard is like you know soggy diaper. Like he's he's <laughs> he, he just takes everything. So true. He just, sucks it I was up. like, you're not going to win with Dwight Howard. You know what? Because and also watching Harden play with OKC and watching Harden play with Houston. He looks miserable. Yeah. Well, and, I'm, and that's the Dwight Howard effect. It, it was the, I would say it's my brother, Navy SEAL. He always says PMA, positive mental attitude. And you yeah. look at the, the Rockets and it's just. Right? It's totally Debbie Downer. They are. They walk out there just like, oh, well. Girl, I hope this goes well. Hope this works out. <laughs> I mean, you're like, really? Are we going to do this right now? And, this is round one of the NBA playoffs. And it's, you're right. It's the Dwight effect. Chardonnay. 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 I love that you called him Chardonnay because every time I'm four. Forced, and I mean forced at a bar trying to have a good time and I go for a white wine spritzer and they're like oh we have this Chardonnay I'm like no, no I hate no, Chardonnay I don't want a glass of my oak dresser like it's just <laughs> ugh, it's so heavy it feels like I've got like a sweater in my teeth I'm that's like, when no. you say you want a buttery Chardonnay boom like Stephen Curry did you see me bring that bitch all the way around that just happened <laughs> full circle oh that's my what god we do. <laughs> Okay, so Clippers, I don't even know where we're at. Clippers, they, yeah. So here, there was a play, I think it was, I think it was like in the first half where I was like, this is emblematic of the whole, of like this game and what is going on with OKC. Game two, yep. I'm sorry, game one of round two. LA's beating them by like 18 or 16, right? I think it was first quarter, second quarter. Um, sloppy, like, backcourt pass for OKC. DeAndre Jordan, he's 8'9", 790 pounds yeah. of muscle, literally runs, intercepts the pass, like, off the guy's knee, and it goes out of bounds to Clippers ball. I'm like, our center just came out of nowhere <laughs> with this crazy hustle play, and we're up by 18. Yeah. And I just thought, what's going on with him? What, what's going on with him? That's when you got to wonder what the backstory is. Yeah, I'm like, why? How could you come out? Somebody like, sleeping so... with somebody's girlfriend. Something. That's what always happens. <laughs> we all get back to the year that you know LeBron had his issues with Cleveland. We all get back to those. You know, <laughs> when somebody allegedly was sleeping with his mama. You know. Oh, that's his why. mom. You ever? You know, they put her on a hush trip. Where has she been? Exactly. Where, well, yeah, a couple months ago. Uh, I think his shooting was off, and then it came out that she was shagging some rapper. She does, um, right? And he was like 20. Yes, that's what she does. It stresses him all the way out. Poor LeBron. I'm going to pay that mom to act up in the playoffs I'm, because you it's the and the only rest way the NBA. going down is his mom starts shagging I'm telling Kenny you. Loggins or Ken- something. <gasps> That'd be amazing. Oh, my God. I, that would, I just, I just love that you picked him. You just went right there. Mrs. LeBron starts sleeping with Kenny Loggins and the Nets beat the Heat in seven. <laughs> At least you didn't reach for like a yawny. Like I was like, where is she going with it? Log- I'll take Loggins. He's a classic, an icon, if you will. And then and then Michael McDonald and then Kanye. Oh, my God. <laughs> the trifecta. This is it. Meg, no. I can't. <laughs> I love singing Michael. <laughs> We always had this like run. We I don't know. Talking about like a ten years ago. Royal. We week. used to do this thing of uh, being in the kitchen, being like Michael McDonald. Like he can't. Like if he's just like making eggs, he's like he wants some eggs. <laughs> like he, there's no way he can't. He like sing talks. I don't know where. I don't even what just happened. We just off the railed it, but that's okay. fine. Okay, so we've got heats. Heat. Let's make some predictions. Uh, heat. All right, Nets beat the Toronto Raptors, who were more, they were in third. Yes, they had a higher ranking because, I mean, can you, I don't even, whatever. You've got. I just want Jason Kidd to lose his mind one moment and run down the court and take a shot. (laughs) He wants to so bad. He wants to so bad. He was not ready to retire. No. And he is not having it. He's still got that. Yeah. Just like he's got the killer look in him. And you're like, oh, yeah. He's got crazy eyes. Call me in coach. He wants to be the coach that's like, tonight I wore my Nikes. (laughs) 
I just want him just to have this moment. I think like when you play sports, uh, you have a moment where you just kind of like lose your mind. Yes. I remember when I was like a, I was like in high school playing, go, or, or, I don't know where I, I was, I maybe it was high school, but it wasn't like for high school. It must've been like a summer league or something where <clears throat> I wasn't playing goalie. I normally play goalie, but then I was playing like fullback or something. And, and I was like defending, you know, like close to the goal and here comes the ball. And I just spiked it down with my hand, but I was not playing goalie. <laughs> And I was like, oh, God, I just lost it. Like, I just had this moment. I was like, boom. And I just volleyball spiked the ball down. And that's what I want to happen to Jason Kidd. I want I, there's like a breakaway, and he just runs out. He's got to have a, his own, like, jersey underneath, <laughs> double zero, something just random. He picked a – or, like, a three-digit number. He did something bananas. <laughs> it's three-digit Something crazy. And he's going to just break away and be like, I got this, bitch. Because he does. He still is like, you yeah. made me go out to pasture too early. Yeah. He's got the look. Yeah, he's got the look. Like when Jordan did it, but Jordan yeah. kept coming back, and we were all like, "Michael, mm, you can't. Yeah, we just, love you. You got to sit it out. Yeah, you got to hang up you those gotta, cleats. You got to Seinfeld it. You can't. You can't go back in there like that because then it's getting sad." I know. I'm really bouncing around, which is totally fine. But uh, th- this past weekend, it's, it's, it's along the the line of hanging it up. Uh, you know, I've been a Yankee fan my entire life, and Peyton Manning went to see the Yankees on Sunday. Okay, he. Uh, inadvertently used the term uh, to pay my respects to Jeter, and I was like, nah, "He's not, he's not dead." Um, <laughs> but this whole Derek Jeter—he's kind of in a slump. It's his last year, and I'm so thankful. I'm so heartbroken that it's last year, but I'm so thankful that it's his last year because I can't see him do not do well. Yeah. Like I can't, like I can't <laughs> take it. I'm and 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 you know, he he could bounce around and whatever, whatever. But like I, for him, like. And, and I'm sure he feels it too. To not play like at his A plus level yes. must be so heartbreaking. Well, and I also think the state of the Yankees, yeah, is probably ha- not helping his situation yeah. because the state of the Yankees, everyone His knows. Poor. Yeah, well, I mean, look, the Yankees are like the Lakers. They yeah. they're they're winners. They're used to winning. Yeah. And when you are in a mental state that is not that, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. You know, and he's been a part of the lore that is the Yankees yeah. for so long. Yeah. It's it's fucking with him. I'll yeah. say it. Yeah. And you know that's what it is. I mean, yep, they replayed that horrible error the other night. I forgot which one it was. There was a couple. Sorry, but he so somebody bad. went for the the ball. He missed it. Then Jeter missed it, and I was like, "Oh yeah. God!" Yeah. It. And they replayed the crap out of that. And I'm like, Jeter doesn't want those. No, I, I just think that it's. I'm just. Uh, I'm going to go see the Yankees tomorrow night uh, against Anaheim, and then next week I'll be in New York City, and I'm going to see them against the Mets and the Pirates. Yes. So I have three Yankee games in like a ten days, just to soak in everything Jeter, and I will cry. I will cry. <laughs> in Anaheim I will cry in New York <laughs> twice because you just don't know like after this week in New York like well I'll be I'll I'll make a special trip back to still like see one game in August or September yes. but like I've watched him since like 95 isn't that bananas and now like I'll probably potentially only see him like three four five times ever again and uh, well, we I'll have a little get such breakdown. an attach- attachment. To th- I'm oh, going to be that yeah. way when Peyton goes. Yeah. Because Peyton went to University of Tennessee. Right. Uh, which I grew up on the Kentucky-Tennessee line. And he, like, clear- clearly, we aren't very good at football, college football, <laughs> Kentucky. We show up drunk in at UK. Um, <laughs> it's the best way. And that's the players. But um, <laughs> it's just the best way to handle Kentucky basketball. Yeah. And, I mean, football. And, uh, and basketball. But in the SEC, for a very long time, Tennessee was so dominant, and a large part of that was Peyton. And I, so. and I watched him play. I watched him play. So and I feel yeah. like, you know, I, yeah. I didn't – I've rooted for the Colts. I'm a Patriots fan. I've rooted for yeah. the Colts solely completely because of Peyton. Yeah. I mean, when they played the Broncos, played Patriots this year, I was like, oh, God. Torn. That torn. Was wretched. It was kind of cool to see Peyton and Eli in, like, Jeter's suite. I was like, my head's going to fall off. It's like all my, fa- like, all my favorite things. It's like one. the superheroes. Yeah. It's super friends. The Hall of Justice. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I was like <laughs> – I was like, oh, my God, there's going to be a time in my life very shortly where I won't see Peyton and I won't see Derek. Well, first of all, I'll miss Peyton Manning, but it'll be on no way the level that I'll miss Derek Jeter. No, like, if Jeter doesn't do commentary, it will be a disservice to America because he's too pretty yeah. to just sit at home no, and get a big No, he's pretty gut. and he's got like a real – and, and also, I do think when he retires, it'll give us a better chance to be really good close friends. You I know, think so and, too. and play catch. Sure. Uh, 
So listen, you got to put a positive, positive spin, spin on everything. So we'll cry, lying. but we will play catch one day. You're my buddy, Jeter. And uh, that'll be, and then I'll call him every day. What are you doing? What are you doing today, Derek? You're 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 not taking my call. What? Hey, Derek, what are you doing now? He'll be on sports without balls. Of course, of course. Eventually, I'll let some balls in, Uh, (laughs) and it'll be his. Okay, just threw it by my mouth. Um, (laughs) uh, All right, so let's let's close the NBA out. We've got Heat Nets. Do you think there's any chance in hell that the Nets uh, will be victorious? (laughs) No. No, nope. I mean, come on. They were they, they looked that sad against the Raptors. They're just mm. that's by the grace of God that they got through. <laughs> by the will of Jason I'm, Kidd's shiny head. Jason Kidd threw on a, throwing a Pepsi on the court again. I mean, <laughs> he's going to do whatever it Ever. takes, but it won't be enough. And I love look, I love KG. I love Paul Pierce. I would love to see. They did sweep him in the regular season. Come on. We all know that the Heat phone it the damn hell in until it's time for ring management. Yeah. Yeah. And when it's time for ring management, they all act like they are back in college. Oh, my God. If they had gone all to college. I'm I'm thinking, uh, I did call it a couple weeks ago that I said the Nets would beat the Heat in seven. Uh, And I'm going to stick to it. But really, um, if someone was like, here's a million dollars, what do you truly think? Could be a sweep. Could be a four and out Heat beat the Nets. Yeah. uh, If there was money on it. Okay. uh, Wizards Pacers. uh, Wizards beat the Pacers yesterday. Roy Hibbert, the star of the Pacers, had zero points and zero rebounds. And is going down a tunnel of I don't I've never seen such a collapse of a team and with so the, much promise. So I mean they were I was like the whole season I was like cue up Pacers Heat yep. for the championship of the Eastern Conference again yep. and now I'm like the Wizards are full on going to beat the Pacers. I have a little allegiance to the Wizards because they have John Wall, my I love Kentucky John boy. Wall. Yeah, I love him and and I look the Wizards play good for the Wizards. They're a they're small market b. You don't want to scream "Go Wizards" at any time in your life, so I kind of always want to scream "Go, go Wizards. Wizards." My <laughs> prediction is the Wizards are going to beat uh, the Pacers. The uh, Wizards are going to play the Heat, and the chance the Wizards have of beating the Heat is if they all play with invisibility cloaks on. Because that's the only way the Wizards well, they are call in beat Gandalf the heat. for the sixth man. <laughs> There's the only way it's going to be magical powers. It's going to be the Harry Potter. They're going to be playing Witchet. What's that? What they play on Quidditch? the broom? Quidditch. If the wizards are allowed in, in, in visibility cloaks and magical brooms, they have a chance. They have a real chance against the heat. Sweep Don't get invisible headbands. You can't yep. see them. That's how stupid my jokes are about the wizards. Uh, but yeah, I you know listen the Pacers. I was really just I'm so bummed out about the Pacers. Yeah, there's got to be something happening uh, emotionally as a team. Like what, ha- they have, like what happened? I'm gonna dig on that and I'll come back at you. Good. I go into the uncle yeah. the vault information. Yeah. We work on that. Um, inside I get inside the NBA. Um, so because there's something there, there's some, something happened. Emotion. Yeah, something's happened. Somebody's girlfriend sleeping with somebody. You know, <laughs> that's what happens. Oh That's my God! What, what if happened. Roy Hibbert is sleeping with LeBron's mom? Oh my God, that'd be great TV. <laughs> I mean, could ish. be. I'm, it's but it's just it is interesting to see a team with like all this. I mean, they were one shot or two shots away from beating yeah. the Heat and going to the finals. They're on the tear. At one point, they the the, the number one uh, whatever they the best record of the NBA. All of a sudden, a couple months ago, it just goes to shit. Like how, why, who it imploded? I know that's well. That's when you have to assume that something happened on the internal yeah. side of it all. Yeah, because it's you know it either builds them up or tears them down. And usually, when it's something a Donald Sterling thing, it's a yeah. build up. Yeah, when it's um, tapping that ass, usually a tear down. Well, just uh, we've got a couple call-ins. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Someone knows some information. Uh, Carol is receiving the call as we speak. Oh, bet that for us, Carol. She just said it is indeed someone's tapping that ass. Uh, more, more information coming next week. Uh, then we got uh, Spurs or wait, who are the Spurs playing? The Spurs are playing Portland. Portland, yep. That's going to be an amazing series. I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to that for two reasons. You've got the young, fresh, and nobody know us. It's underdogs. We've got nothing to lose. Trailblazers. Yeah. And then you've got been there, done that, the ride or die. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Spurs, half of them are weakened at Bernie's. They're swizzed <laughs> out there on carts and sunglasses. I cannot believe that team is still in tact. It's shocking. It's And they're like the United Nations of basketball. Yeah. yeah. You can't pronounce half of them, but no, they yeah. are... Epic and Popovich is 
I'm, he's coach just, of the year. Coach and so unbelievably uncharismatic and, and the antithesis yeah. of what the NBA sells. Yeah. Yet magic to watch. Yeah. So it's going to be, I mean, sometimes Tony Parker, his shots, you're just like, what? I'm sorry, what? What happened? <laughs> Which is, is that? Did you just. Just right. Do you have magical powers? They're just, yeah. That's going to be an awesome series. I uh, say that's a seven, too. We were talking about that Damian Lillard shot. Um, you should have called me. I was watching. <laughs> I was so happy with Portland. Then all of a sudden, they had this big, you know, Houston comes down with, you know, to get the final shot. Portland plays amazing defense, yeah. stops it. And then it was like this crazy out of bounds. All of a sudden, the ball rolls magically back in to, what's his name, Parsons' hands. He does a layup. And I thought... No, that is and, and that so, can't end that way. Right. I was so pissed. I was telling you earlier. I literally like this is what I do when I get angry at sports. I'm just like, you know, I kept obviously I kept the game on, but it was like I, I was turning off the lights because it was like 11 or 10 yeah. or 11. And, you know, I was like turning off the porch thing. I was literally packing it up. I'm like, okay. And then I'll, so I'm standing up. I have my phone, my charger, like my cats under one arm. I turn off the light. I was like literally in darkness because I was just about to flip off the TV in anger. And then Lillard hits that three. It was like a du- I was so nerdy that I kept rewinding what, it we, to see how he got open, how uh, open he got. And how clean that shot was. It was beautiful. It was, I know, and they replayed it like not, we we, we rewound it and then we watched the replays. Yeah. yeah. At every angle because it was epic. And, you're, and he was just as shocked to watch yeah. the fans. And this is what I loved about, again, small market teams make me happy. Yeah. To watch watch the joy of the of so portland great. and they all stayed yeah i mean i've stayed. been to many a game here at staples uh, yeah. lots of games garden everything growing up in, around the nba yeah people you know you win we exit great gotta get out parking yeah they stayed <laughs> to, for a good 45 minutes after that so win. awesome and i was like that was their final no yeah. matter what happens yeah that was portland's final yeah, yeah. and i thought God, what a gr- this is when it's so great to be a fan. Oh, it's so great. I was, I was screaming. I was yeah. screaming like by myself in my apartment being like, oh my God. Oh my-. You know, I've, yes. I've probably watched 10 Portland games all year and I was like, go Portland. Like, it was so awesome. <laughs> I had, to, I, yeah, I had zero desire to root yeah. for either of those teams. I was like, yeah. let's just see how this ends. Yeah. And same. And my so husband great. and I were screaming. The dogs were screaming. It was, yeah. if, if my dogs could scream, but. It was that moment. Yeah, it was sweet. It was a sweet moment. If you didn't see it, uh, go to YouTube and uh, watch it. Uh, so I'm going to be rooting for Portland. I like San Antonio, uh, but, you know, just someone new. And at this point, I feel like uh, just the way the teams have been playing, like the fact that the Spurs took seven games to beat Dallas and Dallas, you know, had like an uh, season. And I, I just I get into like a little bit of a Debbie Downer, like, oh, God, the Heat are going to win again. Kill me. But we all feel that um, way. I'm going to be cheering for, yeah, Clippers in Portland on the west side and uh, and then uh, – you know, of course, anyone that plays the Heat, and uh, I'll be cheering for the Nets. We all, we're everyone that can or, possibly or tear Wizards, down the Heat. Yeah, yeah, we're all on team tear down. Yeah. The heat. So that's the status of the NBA. I think we did an excellent job covering it. Up Let's high five. Um, okay, moving on. We've got. Uh, we'll talk a little baseball. I do want to run this one story by you uh, that I forgot to tell you that I was going to tell you about, but it doesn't matter because it's it. hilarious. Uh, this actually happened last week, but I couldn't get it. I, I couldn't. I forgot to squeeze it in uh james uh, james i can never pronounce his name i want to say james james winston oh, crab james, like boy yeah. james i mean this is the funniest james winston so he wins the heisman if you don't know uh him he won the heisman for florida state uh they won the national championship last year and he's the youngest Heisman winner. Is that correct? I believe I'm just, I'm, I'm out of just, yeah, I think that he's up, 14. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, but he's been in and out of, he's had one bad personal story after another. Um, in and out of trouble, but I was like, and he's also playing baseball. He's a phenomenal athlete. Absolutely. He went into, uh, I believe it was probably like a Publix, Publix or a Winn-Dixie, right? right? The Publix. Uh, Piggly Wiggly. In Florida. <laughs> and the only reason I know this is because uh, my parents retired. <laughs> we love a Publix. Uh, he ordered three pounds of steamed crab legs with Old Bay seasoning and one pound of steamed crawfish with Cajun seasoning, and then left the store uh, and did not pay for it. Uh, he just uh, walked out. Kept it, kept it moving. It was his movie star good looks. Yes, and he purchased them on. So we'll get back to that moment. Uh, I just love. Listen, here's here's obviously he's just above the law, and the kid needs like a real like you know. Did he give reasoning as to why? I never heard that. No, part. he just said it was a he made a bad decision. 
It wasn't. He didn't even try to play no. poor no. and say, "Hey, no. we don't, you know, we don't get any money in the NCAA because that would have been the smart thing to do." No, it would have been bright. the smart. I'm sure he said something like he didn't, you know, uh, have the money. But I just love the fact that. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. The, the it's just listen. If you're going to shoplift, like, why not go for the mega flat like, screen? You're just. <laughs> I go for big ticket items. Not that crab legs aren't a big ticket I mean, item, but, but at least eat saying, the like, evidence. Crab in the store. legs and steamed crawfish. It's not like you're stealing a, a like putting a jar of peanut butter and you're like, oh, you know, I had to have it. It's like seafood's the most expensive thing in the store. I'm like, good for him. He went for the mother leg. He was, he's been watching Guy's Grocery Race on Food Network. <laughs> Get Just, the expensive stuff. He walked out without paying. Uh, he, he he said he forgot, but never went back. Um, the seafood clerk who took Winston's order said the Heisman winning winner uh, regular visits the store, and then he gave Winston a barcode price tag on the seafood before he left the counter. Uh, the cost was thirty two seventy two. The price the sheriff. Uh, oh wait, wait, hold on. Uh, Winston, however, contends he did not steal the butter. Uh, that the report said he told deputies he left it in the bin uh, at the store because he realized he did not need it. Uh, so apparently he had <gasps> butter at home. Oh my god. It's all about butter this episode. I mean, <laughs> yep. It's poor home training is what yeah. it gets back to. Yeah. The, poor, home poor home training. And I believe that the, you know, they need to, I, I don't, I don't want to say it's, this is the NCAA's fault. Cause usually I say it's cause those poor kids can't even afford a pizza. You know, they yeah. can't afford Domino's. Yeah. But this just sounds like he's a dipshit. Yeah. I mean, really, I, n- normally I will err on the side of the athlete and be like, hey, yeah. but he sounds like he's a cup of ignorance. No, I mean, he, he just, he's had one off the field, uh, one horrible thing with that, uh, with the that alleged. alleged rape or whatever. But but then he's had like uh, just a, a lot of like some theft stuff, some like disturbing the peace with like a paintball. Gu- like, it's just one thing after another. And it's, but well, this, I, it's this made me laugh. I'm not going to lie. That made me laugh. We all did stupid shit. I didn't order freaking pounds of crab legs no, and walk right out of the store and left the butter on account of that made me a better citizen. <laughs> I did not take the butter. Uh, officer, clearly I did not take the butter. It so. wasn't actual stealing because I left the butter. Oh, he's just, yeah. He's already completed his uh, community service. He's already back on. Yeah, the tw- it was twenty hours of community service. I'm like, he's already knocked that out. So yeah. what? what he, I don't even probably cleaning crab legs. Yeah, at, working uh, with the manatees. <laughs> The gentle giants of Florida. <laughs> Your community service is to make sure those manatees are pet. Give them love and say wait. Oh my god, that's hilarious! Uh, all right, let's shift. Let's shift some gears. Um, and then uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a little NFL draft shout out, yes. and then uh, some Kentucky Derby. Oh, also just, uh, I have been now getting, of course, because I do have a problem, uh, switching back and forth. Last night I was switching back and forth between the Clippers when it was eight, an 80-point lead uh, to the Kings because uh, I've been doing some NHL hockey as well because, you know, my Rangers are in it even yes. though we started out so good and now uh, the ice is melting under our skin. I'm sorry about that. I didn't want to bring that up. Down two games to one uh, to the Penguins. It's not like I don't like the Penguins. Actually, I don't really like the Penguins. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I actually have no allegiance. I just, you know, Cindy Crosby is such a good story, but uh, and he's fun to watch. But no, I'm I'm diehard. Let's go Rangers, and uh, we don't look so good. It's not your best showing. No, and I'm not a real big hockey girl. I've had to learn to love hockey. Yeah, playoff um, hockey though is super exciting. exciting. Yes, and I will say this is the time of year I chime in. So I don't even want I think it's rude of me to say I'm a hockey fan. I, I'm a fair weather hockey watcher. Yeah. Um, even though we have the Kings who we've been watching the, I mean that last the last round against what was it San Jose I think it was yeah against uh, San Jose. Sharks amazing yeah. amazing and this against the Ducks I mean it's just it's just damn good you know what it is I also think that the announcers crank it up oh. because it's it's the same game right yeah. it's like you know let's say you know the Kings obviously playoffs everything's taken up a notch but I realized when I was listening to the announcer last night, and I don't know who the announcer was, but it was uh, you know, the Kings uh, won last night, so they're up two games to nothing, which is exciting because, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to, and I, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to probably take some heat, but I hate all things Anaheim. and uh, <laughs> But I don't just, hold that against her when she's down at Angel Stadium. Yes. And by the way, uh, don't worry, Angels fans, you guys uh, beat us to a pulp every single time I'm down there. But, uh, <laughs> but I, it just you just realize that, like, 
you know, everything gets jacked Heightened, up. Yep. And the announcer last night, it was just like, you know, a regular, you know, shift change or whatever. It was like, oh, God, and the puck's going down the list. And I was just like, wow, everyone is just super amped. amped. <laughs> super <laughs> amped. Uh, they almost sound like, if I knew what they were saying, they almost sound like soccer announcers because yeah. I have no idea what the hell soccer announcers are saying, but they yeah. are so pumped. Yeah. And then it's, no. <laughs> and you're like, I don't even know what we're screaming. <laughs> Yeah. So last night I was like, oh, they're really. Another thing, uh, which I'll probably have to at least turn into some sort of joke is, and you'll appreciate this because you've been watching the basketball. Um, When they have the games on TNT, they have to, I think one of the funniest transitions is, and I I don't know, it's not Hubie Brennan, it's the other announcer. Mike Tirico? Maybe it's Mike Tirico. Bob Black guy who's amazing. Love him. No. No, well, yeah, may, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to okay. go back and kind it's of rewind. You, it's usually Hubie and Mike Tirico. So maybe it is Mike Tirico. But he has to uh, some, sometimes uh, give a transition, sometimes not to like a show that's on TV. Yes. Oh, yeah. The and they, they keep doing the last, the last ship where it's the end of the world. There's an infectious disease. And I think there's like <laughs> one motorboat left with the army on it. Yeah. But he'll go from like Duncan puts it back in, spurs up by two. The world is ending on <laughs> Tuesday, infectious. And it just—it's so funny to me that sometimes there's a transition and sometimes not. But that they have to go into like TNT like shows. It Bumpers. makes me laugh every time. Oh, I love you so much. It's it just so the transition trim. is so funny. It's like to hard me. left needle off the record. Here we go. <laughs> And sometimes he tries to like blend it in, like it's going to be the end of the world if the Spurs don't get this, and it will be on Tuesday. But the last ship is still in the Pacific. There's an infectious disease. You're just like, what is happening? It's some of my favorite moments in in, in during the NBA. We should make that a drinking game during the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody out there? Let us know how that works for you. It's just uh, it's some of my some of my favorite. Anyway, so uh, uh, do listen uh, to. Uh, them trying to Working figure out in. how to go from a layup to the apocalypse starting on Tuesday. <laughs> Very funny. The organic push for yeah. the last <laughs> ship. Sometimes he doesn't even try. He's like, Tuesday night at 8, uh, there's a ship in the port, uh, there's a disease, uh, they're going to cure it. Anyway, Wednesday night, we've got the games back on. He doesn't even like, he just doesn't even give a shit, which of course is the way they go. Um, Alright, let's do some baseball and then yes. do Kentucky Derby. Um, oh, oh, real quick. Okay, so let's do baseball and then a little NFL draft. We have time. Oh, NFL yeah. draft shout out and then Kentucky Derby. Uh, uh, well, one one thing last night. So did you know you're in full Dodger mode? I am in total Dodger mode. We get we play the Nationals tonight and Kershaw is going to go back in. Uh, is this his first game? It's expect. This is the word on the street. We are expecting him to pitch tonight. So That's be so great. exciting. And then we have San Francisco after this, our home series, Ooh. which I will be going on Mother's Day if you need me. I will <laughs> be spending Mother's Day. Getting my free Dodger clutch purse. (laughs) (laughs) It's just amazing. I'll be there if you need me. 110 game. You're welcome, America. Um, I know. I was good, and we've got the old timers game this week too. Which oh, is always I love fun. the old timers game. On I go to every single one in uh, at Yankee Stadium. It's fun. I saw Reggie Jackson hit a home run at old timers game. Oh, I love never that. watched him play live. But oh, I that's saw it. So it was cool. awesome. It was really quite exciting. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, so the Yan- I'm going to Anaheim. Uh, well, this will air on Thursday, so it'll be the, the night before or the day after. But um, the best is the Yankee rotation is so jacked now because everyone's hurt. Like, uh, I'm glad to have Kershaw back because uh, yes. I, I do always, you know, give keep an eye out for the Dodgers since I live out here. Um, but I was like, oh, sweet. You know how, like, when you're planning a game and you're like, all right, let's look up what look the who's rotation yeah, will be. Of course. You know, so I was like kind of planning it out. But uh, everyone's uh, now hurt on our pitching staff that are the starter. <laughs> tomorrow oh, no. is uh someone named nuno oh no and i was like when you have to google your <laughs> oh, starting your pitcher, pitcher i was like who is this dude and his era is 0. 0. 0.000 because uh, he's never played a game <laughs> uh and i was like oh this is gonna be great anaheim always has our number and now we're basically putting in a Well, a that's topic. been us. I mean, just because we're used out. We've had Clayton out. Yeah. And we've been, we've been going to extra innings left, right, and sideways. I will say, like, Beckett, we've inherited people that 
yeah you know back at everybody you know everybody yeah. He's, yeah. he's a he's a red he's Sox a in all of our minds and not that i hate the hate the red Sox. i enjoy the red Sox. Yeah. so don't everybody send me hate mail yeah but but he's just you know we, we you look at him differently brian wilson i don't know he got paid now he's just it's i don't he fear pack, the beard is he pack pitching oh it's yes and he's not closing i don't know what he's doing he's yeah. a hot training mess and then we got this kid chris perez who's one of our closers who came from india uh, the indians he looks like Kenny Powers. It's amazing. No and every time he comes up to close, I'm like, is anybody else screaming La Flama Blanca? I mean, come oh. on. Come on. He's just, he's beefy. His, he always looks, I guarantee if I was close enough, he smells like a Slim Jim. Like, he's just got that. Like, he can't even get a I'm going to Google image You have to. You, to watch him run out from the bullpen, run is a strong word. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like of a... A little yeah, he can't even get it, and his belly actually is the inertia. It's just that's awesome. He's Kenny Powers. Yeah. <laughs> so we've had it rough. So we're ready yeah. for Clayton. Yeah. And yeah. Granky's been, you know, Granky's been great, but he's lost a lot of games because this they've just not closed it out. It's yeah. Not, it's not been pretty. Yeah. So we're looking forward. But it's the good thing is it's early. It's super early. And now it's and it's a marathon baseball out, season. Oh, it is a marathon. Uh, I apologize if I already, if I've said this, I don't know what I say and what I don't say, but, or what I say to you or I don't say to you, but I had a call my parents, uh, a week ago or two weeks ago. And I was talking to my mom and I said, uh, Oh, you know, put dad on the phone. And he goes, Oh, you know what? He's going to have to call you back. It's a day game. (laughs) I was like, okay. I can't even talk to my dad because, uh, the Rays, the Tampa Rays have a day game and he won't leave his seat. Yeah. It's it's too important. And don't. Don't even bring up the fact that you can pause live television on them because it sends them yeah. over the edge. Oh, I'm not sure on their TV set from 1912 that they can pause <laughs> live TV. But uh, my mom's DV- DVRs are the weather channel. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> Mama, there's an actual app on your phone now that you don't have to do that. She goes, "Well, honey, you know, around here, give it ten minutes, and the weather will change if you don't like it." <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mo- uh, what is it with moms and weather? They, my mom is obsessed with weather. I'm afraid because she, she's retired now, my mother. I'm afraid mm. she's going to become a storm oh, chaser. She's going <laughs> to. I'm just. That's the next evolution of my mama's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. If my mom wasn't so riddled by anxiety and nervousness, <laughs> she would be a storm chaser. They could go out and travel the streets together. Oh my God. Our moms. <laughs> together. My, seriously, like, it, 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 <laughs> but it's, it's like since a, like a little kid, like you'll be in full conversation and she'll go on shh shh wait the weather's on. i'm like it's the summer in rhode island it's gonna be seven it's gonna, like what oh i just oh oh and and florida weather forget it it's every yeah it's every, gonna rain it, today it'll be sunny it'll, it's gonna be humid it it's the same weather and also at any point in time there will be a horrible thunderstorm <laughs> and it'll be over in six to seven minutes you can bank on it it's just so oh 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 hold on aaron oh hold, oh aaron oh hold, oh oh god i'm like oh my god i don't even cheech and effing chong um I wrote down this last night because, uh, of course, I was I had watched the Yankees lose before I started watching basketball. And uh, Girardi got tossed, and and uh, on the on the or whatever in the report this morning, he said, you know, it was just one of those things where. <clears throat> You know you're going to get tossed because he was arguing, bar, you know, balls and strikes. Yeah. But I think it was just, you know, to get some fire. Yeah. To get some fire in the Yankees. And uh, he said he ran out there because earlier in the game he was complaining from the dugout. And, quote, unquote, the ump gave him the Matumbo. <gasps> which I think is about the funniest thing ever. <laughs> uh, sports without balls fans. If you don't know what that means, that is old school Dikembe Mutombo, who had the longest, longest finger <laughs> In basketball history. And he's got Geico commercials now. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The update for Matumbo would be Geico commercials, which is an insane amount of charity work, and he's such a wonderful man. He is. But the longest finger, and he would, whenever he would swap the ball, he'd go, no, no, and he'd he'd wag his (laughs) finger, and it was the greatest thing ever. Uh, so apparently he gave him the Mutumbo. I love that when sports references like cross sports. It's like watching a crossover episode of your favorite shows. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) It's like San Antonio goes up for a shot, and then all of a sudden the last <laughs> ship is on, and people are being safe from infectious diseases. And then Kershaw's the one that saves them. It's just amazing. We love sports. Back from the <laughs> back from the from the injured reserve and saving America, Clayton Kershaw, and he's another one charitable mother effer. I mean, you can't not let. He married so, his little high school sweetheart. I love those stories. And they're like, oh, we he gets what two hundred and fifty six million. He's like, I give half my paycheck to you know clean water, drinking water in Africa. I'm like. I'm a bad person. Oh my! I got to get up earlier. 
Uh, I don't know how many times I say that in my life. I'm like, when I see someone like, you know, when you're having like a crappy morning and then you turn on, inevitably you'll turn on something and someone's like, I've got no legs, but I started this organization. And I just came in first in the marathon. You're like, fuck me. I'm an asshole. Uh, so that, that always happens. Always. Every time I go into like, I hit the snooze for too long and I'm like, what am I doing? And then the first thing I see is like, just someone just on their just elbows, crawling, crawling, crawling and dragging a baby out of a fire. I'm That's, like, I'm an idiot. They're doing like the, you know, best moms for mother's day in America on good morning America, like nominate a mom. Of course, they're showing all the packages of moms that are nominated this morning. Mom, she's got sex tablets. That's six. Sorry for my accent. Six children. <laughs> six tablets. And um, she's. T- they're telling this, you know, whoa about how they're unemployed. They're just telling the yarn. And she gets up at four to run eight miles every morning. And then comes back and drops some babies in this, like, custom-made table that they all have to be dropped into to, like, feed them all at the same time. It's like a trough for pigs or something. And she's got, I'm not even being, like, and then a stroller that holds all of them, but it's stacked and tiered. And and I was like, I'm exhausted, and I'm bitching about having to get up to go to spin class. I'm like, I need to be a better person. Oh, I do it all the time where I'm just like, how many lessons during the day do do I I need to learn? Just so... We're going to be better people. Oh, yeah, i tell you what. I'm going to get up at five tomorrow and uh, knit. <laughs> and then save up all our money. And then I'm just going to knit. And use our nice life savings to buy a horse so that maybe we, too, could go to the derby. Exactly. I'm going to knit a real, a, just a sweet little outfit for a cult. And then it's going to win fucking big. <laughs> all right. Before we do derby, uh, NFL draft. Oh, God, yeah. Can we please be done with Johnny Manziel? I can't wait for this draft. 48 hours until I don't have to discuss Johnny Manziel. Thank you, sweet tiny baby Jesus. Or say the words. I can't even say his first name. I jack it up so bad. Clowny's last first name. Javion. Javion? I make him Jadamian. I think it's Javion. Javion Clowny? But I feel like you always have to do it with the French accent. Javion. it's so stupid. It became cheap clown. Javion destroyed the offensive lineman and it's content for a sec. Clowny and uh, Manziel. Okay, here's here's my question. Got and it. We did this last week, and we did this probably the 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 week before. Where's you, it going? You have the Houston. You are the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. You are the owner. You are the GM. You are the decision maker. I love it. Just like draft day, which I thought was in an NSSNL sketch <laughs> when I saw it with Kevin Costner. Okay, we're back. I literally was like, wait, that's a movie? I kept going, this is the best sketch Funny or Dies ever did. Oh, it's real. <laughs> oh, it's a two-hour where you're picking It's a big people. sketch. Uh, it is a large <laughs> sketch. And then uh, who will watch it? Probably I will. <laughs> um, okay, so do, I'm the do owner. Do you grab him? Do you grab Menzel? Do you grab Clowney? I say they grab Clowney, and I think I think that uh, Manziel's going to go fourth to Cleveland. That's my fourth round pick. Third, I think. Fourth. Hey, they've got fourth and uh, I might be. They've got two picks. I the, it was- you're in, and that's your husband's Browns, right? Yeah, it's hard being married to Browns. It is, but okay. So you think the yep. Texans are going to go with Clowney? But I what do. would you do, Trish? Sir, I wouldn't want. Well, it's it's a rough decision because you do need the fireworks that Manziel has in Texas and really only Texans give a shit only Texans give a shit Manziel the rest of the country's like this boy is annoying yeah um but he to me he's also like he's just like a flashy Romo he's not gonna produce it's gonna be a similar situation he's like Romo and Tebow had a baby Oh, I like that. That's what to me. That's what Manzel is. That's why you're my co-host. <laughs> well, thank you, babe. You just said Romo and TB had a Tebow <laughs> or TB. It's a. I love that. It's Tebu. <laughs> it's one of those Rome things. Tobo. I think. I think it's one of those things too. Where uh, now that I'm like sort of you know just I've already I've always been obsessed, but now like you you have some years on and you're like really watching the draft closely and you know you've you've seen teams come and go and players come and go where it is going to be really interesting five ten years down the road to be like you know when you watch those nfl films and it's like oh my god i can't believe marino wasn't taken over you know what i mean i'm like is it i think if i was the texans first of all if i was the owner uh, I wouldn't have these problems because I'd, you know, I'd, I'd have, have people do it for and, you, of course, and I just have... <clears throat> we'd be laughing and drunk already. Uh, hookers and Chardonnay, <laughs> let me tell you that much. Um, and we don't mean Dwight, but it is, it is, uh, it is a very difficult decision. It is a very well because it's decision. it's a anymore in the NFL more than the NBA. You are picking a franchise player. Yeah, where within the NBA they move around a little too much. You have very few franchise players like yeah. a like a Kobe or yeah. a Dirk. Um, so that being said, when you go to NFL, you're building your brand around your quarterback. Yeah. 
And yeah, they and that's have, why I think you like that. There's the argument for Manziel right there. And right? I agree with you. If you're just doing the short term of and yeah. he's and the business of the NFL is also merchandise. Yeah. So if you're looking at brand development, and I'm going yeah. to get very businessy on y'all right quick. I love um, it. Brand development, Manziel is your smart choice. Yeah. Long term quarterback, you're going to have the same issues you've done had in the past, where you've it's just going to be re- yeah. repeat, rinse and repeat. Yeah. Um, he might get you a lot more notoriety because he's going to be a hot tranny mess for a while. <laughs> And he will, unfortunately. I'd love for him to show up and act right, but I don't think he's going to have a glass of act right. It's going to be a lot like Tebow. Not that Tebow was doing any of that chicanery, but that the transition into the NFL is a different bag of chips. Yeah. And if it's not your jam, the rest of the NFL is going to show you real quick. Real quick. They will throw shade, as we like to say. Also, with Clowney... There is a little bit of a wild card around him. It's not like he's the short. I mean, like on paper, he's the short thing, but he's been a little bit of a hot training mess. Yes, agreed. Sort of phoned in his entire sophomore season. But I do have to say, when you look at a team like Seattle Seahawks, it's like if you put J.J. Watt in Clowney, I'm sorry, like lights out. And I think I would, like as much as Manziel is the shiny, nice pick, I would definitely pick Clowney. And listen, Manziel could go on and be like a Hall of Fame career, but I do think at the end of the day, when you look at Seattle's D, I mean, it was like it's, Russell Wilson. No, n- nothing against Russell Wilson, no, but it's not. not like Russell Wilson's the second coming. No. He he's a functionally good quarterback. He's smarter, not harder. Yeah, and he's and somebody Texans that takes correction get, well. Every year, pretty much, you're going to get some really good quarterbacks coming out. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So I do think. I do think uh, I will. I would. I would go with Clowney, but it would be fun to have Manziel go with for for Cleveland and try to ignite that franchise. I think, though, unfortunately, <clears throat> if he goes to Cleveland, it'll be repeat of the same. Really, you the, think? The, well, people, look. Have you been to Cleveland? <laughs> I have. I've been there. Okay, it's a beautiful venue. That's where it ends. Okay. Carol, Carol just started crying and, and holding herself in the corner. I'm sorry. You know, she, she she was raised in Cleveland. I'm so sorry. Carol, we'll talk after the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely, I, I feel for Cleveland fans. Yeah. Because it, it does. There's something about that that, that just, it's cursed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, well, it'll be interesting. In 48 hours, well, I will. know. Uh, I'm going to start, I think it's probably kicked, the NFL draft starts maybe 8 to 8.30, which means 5 o'clock here, which means I'm going to start uh, drinking at 4, uh, yes. just, in, with, just just to calm my nerves. I'm with you on it's that. A, it's a big, we got a big. Wait, is this so sad? My husband goes, honey, you want to go to the um, Dodger game Thursday night? Yeah. And it's just, a, it's the beginning of the Giants series. And I go, um, yeah, I don't want to do a whole series this week. I'll, I'll just go on the weekends. Because it's the draft. I love it. I'm a nerd. Giants have, uh, I think, the 12th pick or the 14th pick. Uh, I think it's maybe the 14th pick. Uh, Carol! And uh, and um, I think, uh, yeah, we've got, I think we're going, if there's this uh, awesome tight end, I think it's like North Carolina, This, uh, if he slips down, we'll grab him. But I do think we'll go with the big old defensive end. I'd like to, st- I'd like to get another offensive lineman, but we've already gotten three in the offseason. I just like to stack those hogs on the line. You just got to make sure it's a just, man wall to protect Eli. Oh, my God. Here you got to make sure he's protected. No one hurt my boy. Don't touch him. He's a manning. All right. We're going to we're going to end with the Kentucky Derby uh, just yes. as as a, a, a sports story slash. It will go into uh, the feel good story of the week. Um, and I know so there's good. other feel good stories. But but and you think horse racing, it's all this money and all this crap. But uh this and I was going into it. I was cheering for Wicked Strong because, you know, yeah. New England. They yes. donated donations to like Boston, and uh, he did it. The horse did a very good job, fourth place. Um, but then after California Chrome won, first of all, super exciting race. It always is. It's just it is. fun and it awesome. Uh, the story behind that horse and the owners. Uh, it was so mind blowing. But before we get into that, real quick. Uh, you are from Kentucky. I am from Kentucky. So give us a little uh, insight on like kind of growing up in the Derby. And the all Derby that stuff. is really, it is such, it's always the first Saturday in May. So everyone puts their calendars around it yearly. Yeah. Um, we also have a place in, there's two places that horses race in Kentucky. Keeneland, big places. Keeneland, which is in Lexington. 
and Churchill Downs, which is in Louisville. Churchill Downs, the the day of the Derby is there's a bunch of races all day long. I'm not sure the actual number, Carol. Um, but <laughs> fourteen. Yeah, thank you, Carol. <laughs> and the actual Derby is a race called the Run for the Roses. Yeah, this was the hundred and fortieth running of the Roses. It was so a very great. big and special deal. There is something, and I know this sounds so corny. And once you go, y'all, that not call bullshit there's something very majestic about churchill downs it looks majestic it's it's this yeah. feeling and i don't care who you are there's gotta be something wrong with your soul that when they get real quiet and they do the dun, 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 and then they sing my old kentucky home i don't care if your ass has never even stepped foot in a bluegrass <laughs> state there is something about it almost yeah. like the national anthem where you get like mist teary-eyed oh because totally. you think about as a kentuckian we're, well hey, we're usually lit by then <laughs> um <laughs> We're properly juliped at, by that hour, so we're a little extra emotional. Oh God, properly juliped. Yes. The, we have partaken in the libations, as my grandmother would say. Um, I just and, want and the rest of my life to be properly juliped. <laughs> <laughs> I can arrange that. Um, and, and your hats get askew, and you're just trying to keep it together. Because there's not, there, there's two. When you're at the Derby, there's two places that you watch it: the infield, which is inside the middle of the track, and the grandstands, which is where everybody's put together with the hats on and the dresses, and they're all so yeah. your suckered suits. Okay, yeah. my people watch it in the grandstands. Yeah. Um, that's where I was raised. In the infield, it's a lot of a, it's a shit show. Oh, okay. it's a shit show. Oh, okay. I mean, Jello shooters. It oh, it's like bleacher seats. It's not, yes, but you okay. can't even really see. And this was the first year they put in the big Panasonic screen, and I was like, okay, it's getting a little too NASCAR, bitches. Yeah, like I didn't like that screen. You could yeah. see all the old people shaking their heads, like mm, I don't like it. Yeah. Like you, they was blocking our view, but they had to put it so high so it didn't actually block the view. Oh. So then you've got drunk people when they'd show like the Goodyear shot of the infield, like they're all hammered and they're backing up to watch the screen i'm like these sons of bitches are gonna fall on the track like i was like is anyone else worrying about what i'm okay this is gonna be someone's gonna be beheaded like i was like i was just having that moment i can only imagine the first 15 races what chicanery actually went down but said all that to say it's a one it's one point it's a one and a quarter mile the race and there's something so I, it, in your gut, yes. when they come around for that last quarter mile, that you are out of your mind. Oh, I, I, it's like I raised horses. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, come on, like, and but like and your life savings up, is up, on it. Your whole, my whole family growing up, but we just in uh, Preakness as well. But there's always the Derby's always the best. It is because it it's is. the first one. It's so tradition. You know, it's the longest. We said this last week. It's the longest uh, sports event. Or, in history, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. longest running sports The longest events. running sports event. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, yeah, it's just super exciting. Well, and what's exciting about it, too? And you when, pick your horse. Like, growing up, you'd all pick a horse. Like, it's, it's the adorable. safe way to let your children gamble. Yeah. So think about it. We all grew up, you know, you'd be like, I'll pick a horse. And I was like, is this legal? Like, you know, yeah. we. <laughs> yeah. that's what we grew up doing. Yeah. Like, you'd yeah. barter for whatever horse you were going to get. And yeah. when you grow up in Kentucky, they don't play. You have to do win place and show it's not just yeah. like who's gonna win they're like yeah. better pick a trifecta did you get an exacto like they're not they're like yeah. you just don't gamble one horse yeah do it right yeah so it's a big it is a big deal yeah. and it's, it's one of awesome. the coolest coolest things yeah. and you it's know on the we, bucket list for Aaron Foley's bucket list please do it. I'll go with you anytime Fantastic. we'll get this we'll do the show there one I just have to year. like get us uh, another part-time job to afford the hat uh, I got you I've got backups yes all right good maybe I'll get like a used derby hat you can totally that, rent mine. A, a hat that's already been properly jeweled you're welcome uh, which is going to be my new favorite. I think maybe properly the juliped. entire uh, name Summer? of this episode will be properly, properly juliped. Uh, so the, the Derby, uh, I love to hear from your perspective. That's awesome. And it's, it always looks so fun. And so California Chrome wins. And here's the feel good story. So. Uh, the the feel good story is really, you know, uh, the owners and the trainer, because pretty much you, you remember like all the, like the Bob Bapper, Bapper, Bob Baffert, or, yep. you know, you, you see the same faces and, and listen, it's not their fault. They have a ton of money and they raise horses. That's amazing. Well, it's but a big a, business. It's a I mean, it's so business. much money involved that, so this story to have this winner and it's a California horse. Let me just California, California horse. horses do so not rare. win the Derby. It's very, very, very rare that a California horse wins. Yeah. 52 years. There you go. To win any leg of the triple crown. Well, you're welcome. Uh, so 77 year old trainer, there's a couple pieces of this and I'll, and it's, it's kind of long, so I'll just, I'll just do the, the quick highlights. But what I loved about it is these two owners, uh, let's start with the owners. Uh, they have day jobs. <laughs> 
they literally bought the house, bought the house or the, or the horse um, for like, yeah, 10, they b- both put in like their life savings of like 10 grand yep. each, which makes me feel better about my, my financial <laughs> decisions. Uh, uh, it's Perry Martin and Steve Coburn. Coburn works for a Nevada firm that makes magnetic, magnetic strips for credit cards and hotel keys. And Martin and his wife owns and operates a material testing company in Sacramento. It's like airbags, stuff like that. So these dudes are just blue Buddies. parlor, hardworking men uh, that shipped in, bought a horse. Um, and, you know, the, the breed was, um, you know, like a two, two, one. There was like a, sorry, what I'm trying to say is uh, one was Love the Chase. And then the other one was Lucky Pulpit. Like a little bit of success, not a lot. Right. Uh, so yeah, of course the lady went for two grand, the lady horse and the male went for eight grand. What? It's, it's sex. It's, it's, it's just, always, it was it 1950 out there. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so whatever, that's totally fine. Uh, and so the trainer, they bring up the trainer. The trainer is 77 years old. He's so precious. He, w- he went to the Derby on like a box cart from California with his first, uh, when he was a stable boy in 1955 to accompany a horse named Swaps who won that year he visits swaps grave i know before it. he goes to the derby you. i, I mean it's it's ridiculous it's better than seabiscuit this story it really it's is so much better than seabiscuit it is i mean not to take anything away from seabiscuit but this story is just like okay it gets a little bit better so these blue collar they chip in they get this horse no one gives a shit about california horses uh, they have had some success. They go to Santa Anita. They tear it up. Chrome kills everybody in Santa Anita. People, they offer him $6 million for 51% of the horse. They're like, no, we just really believe in this horse. We want it. Like, it, it's too much. All right. So then I'm already, look, I wrote, I wrote a note that said too, too much. You sure did. <laughs> because, because I was already crying halfway through the story. And I had learned about it over the weekend. So I printed this out. And then he's being interviewed, uh, Coburn, one of the, the owners. He was the one that looked like Wilford Brimley. Yeah, Wilford Brimley. Yeah. And he says, uh, sorry, if I just shed a tear, just go with me. This cult was born on my sister Brenda's birthday, February 18th. She died of cancer at 36. It'll be 36 years this year uh, since there's been a Triple Crown winner. And that's when Aaron Foley went down for the count. Oh uh, I was sobbing, holding myself. I'm glad I didn't with read Carol. that. Because I would have been, been doing this. I cried when he, they said, what are you going to do with the money? Which, by the way, just to be clear, the winnings for the Derby is only, if you win, is yeah. only one point. I think it's 1.4. They'll get you at a couple jams. He's so cute. He said, well, I've got the money to repaint my 88 Ford pickup. I mean, I wanted to squeeze him right then and there. Oh, oh my just, God. And then the, the trainer post just crying like in the, in the other dudes, it's his birthday. It was, it was too much. It, it was, was amazing. It was a beautiful, it was, so, it was one of those stories where like you spend your whole life doing like, you don't know what's going to happen. You just don't know. You don't. And, and it you, was they beautiful. loved it. They loved the horse. They, they, the life savings. It's just, it was so sweet and feel good and amazing. And you feel even better because you know, they're not going to make the money back on the horse, but they are going to make it when they do the deal with Disney for the yes, script. They sure are for the rights. They sure are. So you're welcome, buddy. So that is the feel good story of the week. Also, it is mother's day. It on is Sunday. So happy mother's day to Mary Foley. We watched every Kentucky Derby together. Growing oh, up. happy mother's uh, day, Mary. And the G- Jude, I call my mom the Jude. I'm not making a racial or, um, you know, <laughs> any kind of slur or anti-Semitic. The Jude. The Jude. That's what I call my mom. My happy Mother's Day, Jude. Happy Mother's Day, Jude and Mary Foley. Uh all right, so we've got a, a Trish. Thank you so much for another awesome, Dude, fantastic episode. I love doing these podcasts. I know with I you. snort laugh, which is so not. I got to work on my laugh. And properly, Julep will stay with me for the rest of my life. Yay! Uh, Trish Dish Nation yeah. live on a Fox syndicated station May twelfth. Yes, and follow me at Trish Sir on Twitter at Trish Sir on Instagram. I'm Trish Sir on Facebook. I made it really difficult. Her also, her address is five nine four West Oak. <laughs> Boulevard. Uh, follow her right outside her Just house. Just follow me right home. It'll be fine. Uh, thank you to All Things Comedy. Thank you, Emmett, for uh, recording this wonderful Thanks, uh, podcast. Uh, everybody, uh, Sports Without People. Sports Without People. people. <laughs> I haven't said that one before, and I'm not even going to edit that out. Sports <gasps> Without Balls. People have the best week of your life. Awesome.